Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up, the place to get the latest and greatest in event industry news, ideas, and topics. In this episode, we'll be discussing everything you need to know about planning a destination event and current meeting trends. Today, I'm joined by Virginie DeVisher, Senior Director of Business Development for Destination Canada Business. And, you know, I know there's a lot of, of our listeners are from Canada as well, so I'm sure they're like clapping their hands right now. Thanks for having me, Amanda. You're welcome. And you come from such an amazing background. You know, I was reading your bio, just a little bit about Virginie. She has a tenacious determination to reimagine how the country attracts business events to its destination. An innovative thinker with a highly collaborative approach, Virginie has extensive experience in business development, international operations, and humanitarian aid. From leading international train mission to managing coffee and cocoa operation in East Africa with an infectious enthusiasm and passion for topics that range from sustainability to meeting trends. Virginia is a highly sought after speaker and thought leader. We're to have her here today. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. Like, how did you get started in events? I always say it's a, definitely an industry, either passion or <laughs> I don't want to say crazy, right? But it is such a unique industry. Yeah. How did you get started? All right. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, I fell into this industry. I was not expecting it. So I'm a, a biosystems engineer by trade. That's what I studied. And, you know, you read part of my bio. I was I worked in Africa for many, many years in the private sector and then uh, immigrated to Canada about 11 and a half years ago and worked in international trade. And one day I was, it was a common friend that introduced me to someone that was working in the tourism industry. And they were looking for someone with kind of my background. And I said, well, I don't know anything about tourism. I don't even know what peak room nights or red par or all these things meant back then. And they said, that's perfect. That's what we're looking for. And, uh, and then I started and it's been a, a fantastic journey since then. So I, I really fell into it. Mm, that's great. Sometimes it just happened, right? It does. It does. And the common friends are, are so helpful for that. <laughs> I love how what you said when they asked you, like, do you know what these mean? You're like, I don't. Perfect. They're probably looking for someone fresh, you know, fresh perspective, all those things. So which you obviously bring to the table and are thriving in. So that's what I hope. I'm kind of the disturber, right? Always coming up with different ideas and, and trying to shake things up. Mm, I love that. And I was kind of explaining to Virginia, I found her because she was featured in one of the event industry magazines. So I say I have to bring her onto the podcast because as you guys know, we love highlighting women leaders in this specific industry. So here she is. And, you know, I know 2023 just started. How are you and your team planning for the new year? Ooh, with a bang. Um, 
you know, 2022 was still a year where we were um, getting back to it, readapting. And we developed our 2023 plan when we were still in the middle of 2022. And it's been a very crazy start. I've been on the road for weeks in January. Um, it is strong. We are seeing a big uptake from our industry. They are ready to meet in person. There's a lot of pent up demand. So we're, we're just so ready. And we're planning in different ways in the sense that, you know, we're a national organization and we represent and are the face of, of many of our destinations. And we're for some the first contact into Canada for events. So there's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it's super exciting. So we're planning for that. How, how do we put Canada front and center in front of people's minds um, when they have so many destinations to think about right now? Yeah, there's a lot of competition out there, you know, and I definitely believe that crisis create opportunity because during pandemic, it was also our first year breaching out to do events in Canada you know, of all the years. So I think it's definitely great. But for you guys, what ideas, what were some ideas and skills that you guys learned due to your pivot, right? I think that was a huge shift and disruptor, especially for the event industry. What was your guys' takeaway and what have you kind yeah. of taken to evolve from it as well? That's so funny, but I think I have to take you back a little bit earlier than the pandemic. So when I was brought on to Destination Canada, we did a massive shift of strategy. So a lot of people know Canada is a beautiful country with open landscapes and you know amazing nature and iconic destinations, to be honest. But what people don't always know is the intellectual capital and the knowledge and expertise that is present in Canada. So it's the brains that are matching the beauty. And so we rolled out when I started what's called our economic sector strategy. And it was about aligning organizations values and mission and what they're all about with their meeting space. So let me give you an example. So if an association is working in oncology, how do they meet in a place that is a hub of oncologists? So it was really connecting those centers of excellence with that uh, intellectual capital and the, the meeting organizers. So we roll that out, you know, 2018, 2019, and then the pandemic hits. And we're like, well, what happens now? So we had our full team had to completely change and pivot in the sense that we actually went deep into the research in making our value even more important. So we knew the strength across Canada. We knew where we were good in life sciences and natural resources and agribusiness and tech and so forth. We have six key sectors that we know we're economically really, really good at. But now what we did and pivoted was to find out where were, were those hubs in the world? So doing that same research internationally and so we found out that out of the six key sectors that we focus on, there were 19 international hubs that focused on those same sectors. And that's where the majority of our clients were sitting. And so for us, it allowed us to be even more targeted and align ourselves with those destinations and those hubs to connect the dots. And that's really paid off. So now we're leveraging all that research that we've done to go back out and be present to those targeted areas. I think that's so strategic, right? Especially focusing on the value and who kind of perceive that as high in their bucket. 
So that is also more, it, it makes, it's a win-win for both end, right? That's Instead of going thing. after market. Yeah, that doesn't you mentioned care about competition, that. Right? Competition yeah. is so fierce out there. And everyone around the world has amazing convention centers, amazing facilities, air access. Like, how do you compete? And we decided we needed to compete smartly. So we were going to use that brain side um, to target the clients that would be a really great fit. Now, we're not saying no to any clients, but we really want to be proactive to those clients that we feel have a strong value proposition. And when you think about it, the crisis allowed us to be that specific, right? Mm -hmm. The meeting with purpose right now is so much more important because people are choosy about where they go. And so if it really aligns with not only where they want to go, but how they will align their careers or meet with the right networks, that makes so much sense if we can showcase that meeting in a particular hub city aligns with what those people want to see and who they want to meet with. Yeah, I think that's definitely so smart. I love what you said about meeting with purpose. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we go with. Yeah. And then what are some trends that you guys are seeing, especially this year? right? Like what are the customers asking? There's, there's quite a few. So, um, you know, that, that meeting with purpose is really important. So they're asking us more information about the destinations. Um, I don't want to go too deep into some of the, the very obvious trends, you know, how to access a destination, the rise in food and beverage or the rise of costs in every destination, the compression that we're seeing, we are having the same in Canada. There's so much pent up demand. Everybody wants to come back at the same time. And then they're like, oh my God, you are full. Yes. And, and you're expensive. Yes. Just like everywhere else. But most importantly, the trends that I'm really seeing, number one is sustainability. That is on everybody's minds and wherever they are on their journey, that is something that we are really pushing from our side. So clients are asking, again, depending on their level, some are very basic and some are way up there, uh, which is fabulous. And so how do we answer that? So sustainability is very big and not just environmental. We're seeing sociocultural sustainability being asked and we have lots of resources on that one. And then economic sustainability, how do they sustain um, host destinations? So sustainability, massive trend. And another one is on legacy and legacy pulls really back into the meetings with purpose. Why are we meeting and where, and what do we leave behind? And do we leave this destination in a better place than it was before? And how do we do that? A hundred percent. And are you guys seeing more meetings where people want to be outdoors and the wellness factor, right? I think there's a lot of, we're seeing a lot of that trend here in America. So how is it in Canada? It's Especially because it's so beautiful yeah. there. <laughs> well, see, there you go. Because it's always been beautiful. That hasn't changed. So when people come to Canada, they want that expectation. They want to see the beautiful outdoors. They want the beautiful view outside the convention center to see the mountains. They want to meet out in the fields and, and near the lakes. So it is very accessible to our cities. It's just more promoted now, but it's always been there. It's just now we can highlight highlight it even more so. So yes, it's a trend, but I think Canada's always lived that trend. So that one's a real easy one for us. <laughs> That's an easy checkbox because check everybody's box. been, I don't want to say trapped inside, but sort of, right? So any chance they could be outside, like I know even sometime when we do a lot of conferences, the meeting is always inside, but then we'll make sure the lunch is outside or the dinner is outside, 
right? Try to get them to the outdoor space. Even some of the meeting, we say, well, cut it shorter, right? So it's more impactful meeting, but then they get to go out and build that human connectivity as well. You know, so it's not just meeting all day for five days from nine to six. Yes. And that's also where all the connections and the sparks happen, right? It's usually during the breaks where you can go out and when you explore the city and then you connect with the other delegates and say, hey, do you want to go on that walk with me? Or do you want to grab a coffee there? And that's what makes it really special. And people remember the place that they're in. It makes it even more important. And I'm sure you guys done a lot of fantastic programs. So this is, what is one of your favorite events that you championed so far at Destination Ooh. Canada? Yes. So we actually host some of our own events and we call them our signature events. And one of them is my baby and it's called Innovate Canada. And Innovate Canada takes place once a year and it moves around across Canada. It changes sectors and it changes cities. So we've had, for example, uh, one focusing on technology and AI and big data, and it was hosted in Montreal. We had one on med tech and pharma hosted in Toronto. Our most recent one was in St. John's, Newfoundland, focusing on the oceans ecosystem. And this is a very, very intimate event. We only take between 15 and 20 clients from around the world. And these are C-suite executives so high level senior people from associations and corporations only from that sector. So for the oceans, we had international oceans associations and corporations, again, from all over the world. And they come in and are fully immersed in the destination. So we take them to like the research centers. We showed them the longest ice tank in the world. Uh, they went into a ship simulator. They went out on the water. So they experienced the destination from the uh, knowledge capital that it has to offer. So from their sector, so that they know that when they'll bring their future events, it aligns with the purpose of their mission of their organization with the center of excellence of that destination. And at the same time, it's just so much fun, the connections in between the groups. And we bring our partners from across the country within that sector as well. So there's about 40 people in the entire event. It is magical. I can't wait every year when Innovate Canada comes around. Lots of work but so much fun. When is it usually? When, which month? Well, we change uh, depending, of course, on the center of excellence. So our next upcoming one is in May and it's going to be outside of Toronto in Waterloo and it's focusing on advanced manufacturing, robotics and automation. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't wait to hear more about it. We're going to have to invite you back for round two so we can hear. I would love that. I think that's a perfect segue. So other you know, this sounds like a wonderful signature event that you guys put together. What other project are you excited about for 2023 then? So one of the projects that I'm super excited about is our National Business Event Sustainability Plan. So is that, you know, we were talking about sustainability earlier and when clients are asking, okay, how can you help me be more sustainable or put on more sustainable events? Then when I heard that, I went back across our Canadian partners and I looked at what was being done. Like, what, where were we at? And what happens is we were all over the map, right? We have destinations in Canada, like there is everywhere in the world, that are super advanced and doing amazing sustainability initiatives. And then others are just starting their journey. And so we launched this plan in three phases. Number one is get everyone on the same page in regards to education 
right? Get the words out. How do we talk about sustainability? How do we get people to know the difference between carbon neutral and net zero and be comfortable speaking about it so that they can engage in the discussions? And then we're getting um, a destination assessment study. So we're we're actually using the Global Destination Sustainability Index, the GDS index, to assess all of our destinations across the country to see where they're at. So it's like an inventory of all the sustainability initiatives that we'll then be able to um, share. And the third phase is how do we turn that into turnkey solutions for our clients? And so we'll be able to, to tell clients that I want a more sustainable event. Where should I go? Oh, well, here's options. What are you more interested in? And we'll be able to have that narrative. So I'm so excited about this. We're halfway through the education portion. We'll have results of the GDS index in about six months. Um, and that's, that is, I think, one of the most exciting things that we're working on right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It does sound tremendous. Very excited mm -hmm. to see what and hear more. And you're definitely the Destination Canada expert. <laughs> well, um, there's a there's a lot of us. We try to make it's a, all a team effort, and that's what makes it really fun. It's the team that we have and that we've grown. It, it's all a bunch of very passionate individuals about Canada. Whether we're from Canada or not, uh, we all call Canada home, and that's what's really important. I love that. What is the, you know, you've been very successful in your professional journey. What is the one thing that you, you would say that has really helped propel your success in terms of your professional growth and success? Well, I've, I have high standards for myself. I, I've always pushed myself ever since I was a little girl. I think I had, um, I still have amazing parents that have given me the, uh, that drive and determination and I've had the chance to travel the world and see what it's like and really understand different cultures and, and different ways of life and to shape who I am. But I think truly is having a few individuals that I've met along the way that believed in what I was trying to do and support me in that. I have the most amazing husband who allows me to do what I do. And uh, it's truly the the wind beneath my wings. I say it all the time and, and it's so true, but it's having that support system that is really the, the strength that carries me forward. And I was told that you have a big family. Oh, I do. <laughs> we have four boys uh, together. So they're between 16 and 21 and they keep us quite busy. Wow, four, that's respect right there. I have two boys and I'm just like, I, I'm happy with the two. No more. People always ask, do you want another girl? I'm like, but do I have to, you know, take care of her? <laughs> oh, but they're, they keep me sane. They, they are. Bad. Yes. I know. I always I say they're my why, right? When I get home, my kids run and just give me a hug and ask, how was your day? Right. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, this is why I do what I do. And this makes it that much more purposeful at the end of every day and each day. So. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the sustainability initiatives that we're rolling out, it's, uh, it's, turn, it's turned into something very important at home because it's not something that you can just do in your work life and not carry back at home. So this is a, a personal passion as well as a professional passion 
And uh, you should see the face of my kids when they're mortified when we're at the store and, you know, they buy something and it's like, here's your bag. And I come out with my reusable bag and say, no, 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 no. Here's the bag. The kids are mortified, but they get it. Um, yeah, they're, they're learning along the way. I'm very happy to say our recycle bin is always more full compared to our trash bin. And that just makes me feel like I contributed to the world. <laughs> Good one. Great place to start. And then, you know, I'm sure you're super busy, not only being part of Destination Canada, you're also part of the Dutch Honorary Council, your mom, your world traveler, and you play golf. So how do you practice self-care among everything that you do? Um, honestly, I don't know, <laughs> but there are a few tips and tricks that I've learned along the way is, is forcing myself to go outside. And uh, we have a, a chocolate lab that's now seven and that um, has helped us through a lot of the lockdowns and, and staying at home. But um, we try to take them out many times a day, no matter what the temperature is, where I live in Winnipeg can get very, very cold. But it's, you know, snow or shine, we're outside and um, getting that fresh air is, I think, the self-care that keeps me going. And a hot tub. I have to say, I couldn't do it without a <laughs> hot tub. <laughs> And then you were saying how, how cold is it over there right now? Minus 15 Celsius today. Oh my God. But it's going to be zero tomorrow. So it goes up and down. Oh my God. It's like 60 degrees here and we have the heaters on. This was Celsius though. It's not minus 15. Oh, okay. That's true. But still, oh my God. Well, any additional advice you want to share with the audience that are tuning in today? You know, the advice that I always uh, tell my kids and live by is, uh, is use your voice and do what you want to do. So speak up. And if you want to do something, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And I think that works for everyone. I think there's, you share so many takeaways today, right? Not only, I think meeting means business and just more impactful meeting gatherings in general but also the fact that sustainability goes beyond just, you know, a product or, but it has like social sustainability as well as economic sustainability. I think that trend also is really big here in the United States with a lot of brands that we work with. So it's something definitely for everybody to think about, right? And last but not least, but, you know, continue to kind of think bigger holistically, how we can all contribute and give back in terms of, what it is that we do as a professional and how we kind of, I love how, because you even bring that back in, into your home, you yeah. know? So it's like a holistic approach. And I really think that it shouldn't be, this is the home version. And this is the professional version. There's some people that tell me that they're one way at home, one way at work. Right. But you're seeing very cohesive in terms of what it is that you do and how you kind of just deliver, you know? It's authentic all the way. I always tell everyone, what you see is what you get. There is no <laughs> other Virginie. This is it, 100%. And what is the best way for the audience to get in touch with you? LinkedIn. Find me on LinkedIn. That's super easy. Okay, amazing. Thank you so much, Virginie, for joining us today. And for those of you that are tuning in, if you have any question or interested in working or doing an event in Canada, now you know who to reach out to. I definitely will let my team know because next time we need to go out and do an event there. So I know to make sure we reach out to Virginie. 
Thank you for tuning in again. And we're so excited to do another awesome podcast. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Event Up. If your company is looking to level up your event experience, we are your solution. We do all the work. You take all the credit. Give us a call. Don't forget to share and subscribe for more episodes. If you like what you heard today, please share with a friend. We look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.